Welcome to the Big Kickoff Football Podcast with myself, Roy Shanahan, David Bugle, and from the BigKickoff.com, it's Nathan Doyle. The Republic of Ireland finished off their topsy the International Week with a game away against Finland, and unfortunately for Stephen Kenny, it's a week that ends without a victory as we went down to a single goal. Dave, can you sum up the performance in your opinion? Uh, of just today's uh, first just day, today's so. game yeah we, we'll go we'll go bigger and, and broader uh, after this yeah no problem today's game was a bit similar to Sunday's in there was imp- impressive patches of play we created a couple of chances but just for lacking the cutting edge again but another game where we were in the game we probably showed a little bit more goil but just same again just lacking a goal up top not necessarily down to being unlucky or anything like that. There was a couple of good saves by Verdecki, especially one from Curtis right at the very end, right at the bottom uh, of the post from a, a flick from a, a cross in from Brady. But I would be of the majority, I think, that would be still quite happy with our performance and very accepting that we are lacking some players, but there's not something we, we can't just go and buy somebody for the next one. Um, but obviously there's a few naysayers that are getting a bit pissed off already which I think is ridiculous but deep down I think it was another like in my opinion another best of what we have and considering the mess that it's been since last Thursday with players in and out and positive tests and um, and everything that's going on I, I think overall today was a decent performance away from home that unfortunately the results didn't merit what we see Yeah Nathan it's a, an uncharacteristic mistake from Darren Randolph that ended up being punished with the only goal of the game. Yeah, in fairness, and I've seen people getting on Darren's spell, which another thing I think is ridiculous, saying, no, like, oh, well, what do we expect from a guy that isn't even getting into the third and a level of uh, West Ham? But you forget how many times Darren has pulled us out of a hole and how many great saves he's pulled off since he's been between the six for Ireland. And it's more like Darren Randolph, personally, I'd allow him the mistake. It was sloppy and it's frustrating and it's annoying to lose lose the game in that manner. In a game that I personally thought out of the two teams, Ireland were a better team. Like not by head and shoulders better, but we had them had the better chances I felt anyway. And to consider the goal in the nature that we did, it is frustrating and it is annoying, but I certainly wouldn't be getting on the back of Darren Randolph um after after the mistake after so many times we saved Ireland in the past. Dave, the starting eleven, were you happy with it? Yeah, relatively enough. It was it was a bit samey again in the midfield with Malumbi, Hurran and um, Hendrick. I thought they might mix it up a little bit considering the, the three matches over the course of a week and obviously 120 minutes last Thursday. So it wasn't already... I was a bit surprised that somebody might come in with a bit of a fresher set of legs. Obviously, Conley being back um, wasn't too much of a surprise. Maguire now um, was. And out on the right, I'm lost. Oh, Daryl Horgan. Who I was quite impressed with in 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 in, in phases. So and then the back line looked after itself with Doherty and Stevens, and then O'Shea and help me out here. I'm struggling all of a sudden. Who was oh, the other centre half? Duffy. Yeah, Duffy. No, Duffy. Jesus, of all the people. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stunned us. We, 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 we were thinking, is this? The, is, is he actually saying this? Hold on. Um, so I was a little bit surprised about the midfield three, but um, 
the front three of Conley McGuire and Horgan were quite lively and uh, very forward thinking, very much uh, asking questions of the finish back line, which I was quite impressed with, um, to be honest. There was a quick free kick taken uh, kind of like 12 minutes in and it was a very good move, a good quick free flow move where to get in behind and um, unfortunately Hendrick's shot was blocked but it was a quite a positive start and you're thinking yeah this is kind of what we want to see um, and just I want to uh, p- pick something up on um, and just to see would, would, would Nathan and even yourself agree like Hendrick seems to be getting the majority of the stick online and what have you and there's some of it I would tend to agree with but I, I don't know what it is in the last couple of games I find them kind of getting into the right position you know, maybe it's what he's doing on the ball or not getting onto the ball is what he's lacking. But he actually is kind of, he is where I think you should be for that role. And is it something where because he's playing right in his field and he's just being a bit of a utility, he's never going to master or, he's, or it's going to be hard for him to really make an impact. But I do find he is getting where he needs to be. But I, I, I'm not quite sure does he deserve quite the, he definitely seems to be ending up well, Critis is the highest criticized player of the last couple of games and I just wanted to know what, what did you guys make from him? I thought he was poor against uh, Slovakia that was the one that really stood out for me that I thought he had a poor performance but yeah I've seen him in the Wales game and especially now where today scrolling through Facebook and stuff before he came on and yeah the amount of people that are giving him dog abuse and I even think it was Joe Day had an article up about him about how the Jeff Hendricks experience should come to an end Um. He is what he is, though. Like, I, I, I didn't see him doing an awful lot wrong tonight now in particular. Like, he mm. didn't, he's not going to the wall the light, but I, I don't think he deserves much of this getting tonight, especially. Mm. I think, yeah, the, like, I think I, the position, I Dave, I just think the position that he's playing and he's getting into the right positions. Yeah. And I do agree, which is that in the first game he didn't, he didn't do an awful lot of what he's doing. He did in, in in the last couple of games. He got into right positions, but for someone who's playing in that positions, it, it, there's a lot of simple passes being played, and you do need a creative player who will create chances and score uh, goals from the from these positions. And he's not quite that player, but he I don't I did I don't that doesn't make it him a poor player, and it doesn't make him. Uh, have a poor performance. He he got in. He linked up well. It, it just was all very sort of, I suppose, simplistic. If you, that's not probably not the right word, but it it was all from A to B and B to C, and, and you know there was nothing sort of mesmerising yeah. about what he, he did has, with he the has, ball. Um, he has like um, he has like a misingredient kind of thing, is it? Yeah, I, I, I like that's what people are calling for Jack Bourne because Jack Bourne can pick a pass. He can open up something. I I don't think. Uh, yeah. Jeff is that type of player. I think he is the type of player. He'll keep linking the ball up. He'll keep, you know, he'll get, he'll move over from one side to another. He he won't he won't lose possession. Although he has he, again Slovakia and stuff like that. He he was, but in in the last couple of games he he's been a bit better. But he's gone out. He's done yeah. well. The team has done well. So people are just looking. They're used to giving out. I think. I think that's the the, the big yeah. problem, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you do not need someone to throw on the bus, don't you? And yeah. it just seems to be Jeff at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, the, the, big, the, big the big grievance for me yeah, with Jeff is just the lack of creativity. Like, it's, I don't think he's nobody bad the past two games. It's just like I said, just, yeah. I'd just like to see a little bit more from him of linking in even the, the winners more so than just going for the safe pass all the time. I think that's what you need with, with the, if you're going to go with it, it's like the way we are. Yeah, I think if you're playing him, I, I, I see him more as 
in the two in midfield rather than in the one attacking midfield, if you if you want to put it that way, yeah. that he would be beside yeah. a Horahan or uh, or someone else there, whoever is McCarthy, whatever. That he would he does work hard. He breaks. He can break things down, but he is he is decent on the ball. So. Listen, he's not he's not a terrible footballer, you know, and and there there has been some terrible footballers who have played for the country, and I don't think he's up there with them. But I do also think that he's not up there among the you know one of the greats of of Irish football. He's not a Ray Houghton or anything like that, you know, who who impacts on games. I don't think Jeff Hendricks impacts on games. So, you know, maybe that position is a position that's up. For for grabs and and that's why people are calling for Jack Bourne because you know he's someone who can see a pass he's someone who can in around the box can finish really well you know so that's why they're calling from and I don't think there is is there anyone else who 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 you would put in that position? No, in the Cowans, probably not. No, like no, probably not. No, looking at the even looking at the bench even me. Yeah, nobody really. No, going into that like. Get Wes back. Nathan, Darrow Shea stepped up to claim his first start. How did you feel he played? I played all right. I thought, thought um, he slotted in well, in fairness. Didn't make any obviously too much mistakes. Thought he looked strong, looked physical. We know look, Luffy and Egan are going to be the partnership together going forward. But for his first time now, it's fighting like, well. It's someone that I've been wanting to see come into the senior squad for probably since he took over now he had him at the 21 then he impressed and now he's playing on a regular basis in the Premier League with West Brom so with someone that should be getting into the squad like with a with a full selection to pick from you probably wouldn't start him ahead of Egan or Shane Duffy but as a backup choice he's a bit like to have and I thought he impressed me enough tonight you know, he didn't make any mistakes really so that's really all I can ask for he seems to be uh, he seems to be a good lad with a good future ahead of him and, and it's something that you need uh, especially the way things have gone for, for Shane um, Stephen Kenny this time around with players dropping left right and centre and it hasn't really been luck really hasn't been on his side Nathan Shane Long was left in the bench Maguire started and even though Maguire wasn't originally in the squad and Shane Long was why do you think he was left out did you hear anything about Long carrying a knock or anything or no, not like that. I just think it was probably testing out different guys. Like he's he's at that stage now, Stephen, where the Slovakia game is on behind him now. This he probably sees the Wales game and the Finland game as a new start really to be trying this uh, new new lads out. Obviously Maguire wasn't really in his plans if he had to call him up. Uh, yeah, it's, isn't up. it strange though that but, like he would have long in the original squad and then not play him when you know, you you have the opportunity, and Maguire, who wasn't in the squad, who gets put in ahead of Shane Long, it, it, it kind of doesn't really make sense unless there's something that we're missing. Yeah, there must be something going on. It's like I say, like it's um, strange that like he obviously wasn't in his plans. It wasn't in in the in the main in the starting squad going like going over to these three games. So definitely didn't see much of Sean Maguire. There wasn't there was something that he didn't really stand out from. And there must be something going on with Shane because he was looked frustrated against Wales, Shane Long. It's just he was wasn't much for him to really get at and it was a frustrating enough time for him. But even tonight, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't really see much from Sean Maguire. He didn't like I was seeing paper pressing and I like him, I think he's a good player. But uh, just going off tonight's performance, I I wouldn't say Stephen would see him as 
leading the line coming forward anyway. Because for me tonight, he didn't do an awful lot and t- obviously he was taken off um, early into the second half. So, obviously, Stephen agrees with that sentiment. Yeah, like, he literally showed one quick flash, as I said, for that um, quick kind of free, uh, quick thinking um, free kick on the sideline uh, with about 10 or 12 minutes in, the one where Hendrick got shot blocked, and that was quite positive, and it was looking kind of positive. But then... They had another great move, kind of, as I have it down here, but on the 38th minute where it was another great move. Just literally a couple of minutes before that, Conley tucked in and you kind of were shouting at him, don't shoot, because he just didn't look like he set up right and he sent it off into into Orbis. But then he cut in this time and you're thinking, okay, now have a pop. And he actually played it into McGuire and he, and he had a heavy touch where he was pretty much bang on the centre spot. Um, and that's kind of all he really have from himself. Um because he is a bit similar to your longs and a few others where his legs seem to go quicker than what you want him to do. You know, a couple of heavy touches and stuff like that. They're kind of guys who like to chase more so than actually get the ball into their, to their feet because they just, they just seem to want to get going and get moving and get the legs running as quick as possible. They just have that kind of wind-up toy mentality that just kind of, I always find that why they don't prosper as high up uh, the ranks in, 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 in the game than that some people would want to see them but I wouldn't be necessarily critical but I definitely would have to kind of agree that he was very much under the radar and as I said they were the two kind of flashes where I noticed Maguire and other than that I don't remember too much more from him um, and it, in fairness it's a bit similar to Long's performance at the weekend one or two kind of quick flashes but that might not necessarily be necessarily their fault it was more the way we played again it was all very much down the wing and maybe Kenny wants somebody who's going to be just the end product kind of guy or who's able to drop deep the way kind of McGoldrick did and bring bring everyone into the game. So unfortunately, he's probably played two different players Well, who end up being quite similar, but it's because he hadn't got anyone else because really, if, if, especially if there's nothing wrong with Long, it's just trying somebody else because deep down, they're probably not the type of players he wants to play up top. Yeah, 10 shots for Ireland, 5 for Finland, 6 corners for Ireland, 2 for Finland, 29 crosses from Ireland, 6 from Finland. This is a team that is creating more opportunities, being in better territorial positions, as in they're getting into the final third a lot more than, than they've ever done before, as in since probably... I don't know, since the last Mick McCarthy team, not the one just there, the one before in 2002. So we're creating chances. So, Dave, does Stephen Kenny just need a little bit of luck on the side or does he need to be able to pick from his best 11? Because he didn't really get that chance either. No, it, it, the, the way the three games went, yes, he wasn't able to kind of consistently show... like. It was a close enough to his strongest side potentially last Thursday and then it kind of all went a bit wrong and players in and out and gone and stuff like that. If that side had been played maybe on a consistent level, you might have seen a bit more joy come today's game. But in relation to the goals, yes, I'd be a small bit concerned, but it's more so because I'm not sure we have that somebody who can score consistently. So it's not necessarily his fault or it's not necessarily who he has there. Um, we're creating the chances and we're starting to create that few more and even today's chances were better than what we've seen over the last few games so if this kind of level of consistency of creating chances comes I'd be happy but it's just I'd be a lot happier if I felt 
that we had somebody right now who could put a couple of them away, not every single one of them, because we don't have that kind of sniper that other teams have the luxury of. So this is the unfortunate position we have in international football. We can't just go and get somebody or buy somebody. It's kind of like you have to cross your fingers that a couple of these young guys who have come through the 21s, um, that one of them is that guy who can who can put the ball in the back of the net or, or maybe go after a, a certain guy who plays all in white who's 25, 26 who's put on the green jersey before. I don't know what you think of that. Well, I think the only way we're going to get someone at the moment who can who's a prolific goal scorer is probably use the uh the the rule there that um yeah that we've used for many a year and and try and find a grandfather, grandmother, mother, father, yeah. whatever. But we don't we don't have Anton Nathan there that's going to bang in the goals and we don't have Anton come from wide. Connolly's not going to do it. Robinson's not going to do it. We don't have the players up front who who score the goals, so you're you're really looking at the team to start chipping in, and this is where we talk about the Hendricks thing. You need that person yeah. who's playing in behind to chip in with goals. You need the, the, the wide players, the centre forward. So instead of a centre forward who scores four goals in our five games, you need you know four or five different players to score our goals. Yeah, sadly, we're not relying on the centre forward. We're relying on the centre back and Shane Duffy most of the time to, to bring the goals and. It just shouldn't. That's not not should be happening. Unfortunately, this isn't an issue that's uh, that's new, and it's not an issue that's just isolated to the Stephen Kenny era. This has been going on for a king tired now at this stage, and that's the unfortunate thing. There's no way out of it. The only way out of it is if you look at some guys coming through and hope and hope that he that they're going to start banning them in. Even some of the lads are wired, like like Aaron Connolly. Probably not. Good. He's not going to be the answer. Like he's more so of, of a good, busy winner, more than anything else. More than someone that's going to be prolific. Like it just—it's—it's it's tough, and it is a tough one for Stephen because personally, in the games that I've seen Stephen Kenny in charge, I don't think he's done much wrong. I think the, the team selection has been fine. There's been no real issue there. Just luck really just hasn't been on the side whatsoever, and he just needs. needs a, I think he just even needs a goal at this stage more than anything. I was hoping tonight even one of the uh, the, the debutants would come on and even pick up a ball, even if someone like uh, Jason Knight came on and scored. It just, it gives a little story. You know, well, the new guy came on, he grabbed the goal. It's not going to be yet be the answer, but it'd be a little short-term boost that we could all look at and say, well, look, you have a new a new debutant. He came on, he scored, he's done something. It lifts the spirits a little bit, but at the moment, it seems a bit dim and gloom. Like, who do you look at abroad this? I always talk about Patrick Banford um, having Irish blood in any grandmother or what it is but that seems to be the thing you have to start looking now and seeing can we scramble somebody together because not only are we missing a prolific goal scorer as you said we're just missing goals altogether like you have someone like Horahan who can smack a freak every now and again but he hasn't done that in a long time for Ireland so it's, it's worrying it is worrying because um, you feel anytime Ireland go 1-0 down they're going to struggle. You know, as soon as Finland got the goal, you don't think, oh, well, that's it, that's it, done. That's a horrible negative attitude to have towards football, but you don't think, well, it's okay, I'm going to down. Here we have a look, you have Maguire, Sean Maguire is going to be the man to pull the game with a scope and can get you a goal. And I just think when you have player on the pitch, you, you feel like you can come back from anything. And I don't even, at the moment, you don't feel I can come back from a one and that's yeah, deficit. Yeah. It's literally the 
one, sorry, Roy, it's literally the one thing because I actually have it in my notes how second tough is McCarthy to listen to. But it was the one <laughs> thing I had to agree with him during the commentary. He said it like when Randolph kind of unfortunately made the mistake and we got we conceded the goal. We kind of he alluded to it a couple of minutes before that about you know this is why you know we don't have a lot of goals at the minute, so we need to make sure we're tight and concentrate at the back because we don't score a lot of goals and. You know, as much as it's great watching us going forward, we better not kind of be too loose at the back because we're not going to get more than one, maybe two goals at best on a given day. And then, of course, as soon as he second said it, we we make that mistake and you're kind of going, geez, you know, are we going to get that equaliser? So, yeah, it's, 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 it is. We don't have that one guy. Like, even like I always heart back to it, like the with Bosnia, they're not much on, they're not all that great, but they've always been effective because. If you look at ever their results, regardless of their performances, if they get that goal or they get the two goals, it's the likes here. Jekyll who always picks it up. It's the same guy every time. Jovetic with Montenegro or, or Macedonia, I can't remember which he's with. They, they have that guy, and unfortunately, we don't have that go-to guy at the minute. So it is very frustrating. Um, but I, we can't really point to anything at anyone. It's just, unfortunately, we, we are lacking resources. Yeah, and if you look at, I suppose, our last chance at the moment, obviously, but our last real chance at the moment of someone who is there is Troy Parrott, and you're just hoping that he can kick on when he when he when he plays, um, you know, in the championship or what or what have you. Is it championship? Is it Mill- Millwall he's with now? Yeah, no, Millwall he got blown out there. Yeah, so. Uh, you're, you're hoping that he kicks on there and scores a few goals and then, you know, clicks. I mean, he was in the original squad, I believe, anyhow. So, you know, that's that's your kind of, your last hope um, and you're just hoping that he clicks. You know, yep. you're just hoping that someone settles into that Irish side and at the moment you're just not seeing that. After the second game versus Wales, Ireland were joint second in possession of all the teams across the European games. And that's kind of a stat that we haven't seen before, uh, Dave. Mm. Are you happy with how, even though Stephen Kenny is still yet to see his first victory, are you happy with how he is looking to play? Is there any weaknesses in that play? Is there so, anything that sort of uh, that bothers you about it? I mean, there's plenty of people out there, as you said, across the Twitter world and then the Facebook world who are giving out yeah. yards and sticks. Not all of it is logical. But what can you what can you see that maybe could be tightened up, maybe could be fixed, or, or are you just happy with what way it's going and, and you just need the players? Yeah, like ultimately that's what I would believe it to be because we were we've been so, and I think that's why people like typical football we have short memories we always do, but when you really think about it over the last say ten to fifteen years we really have been void of a solid, consistent solid Ireland performance where you're competing and you're in the game and you feel like we have a shot of winning and not just that fingers crossed we get that long like the way we won against Germany years ago the big long pumps up it's the one and only time really we did anything effective in that 90 minutes and it's one of them rare fluky lucky games where everything falls in a, in, in, into place for us but the way watching Ireland play I'm enjoying it it's they're tr- not all every minute of the game but most of what they're trying to do, that's what I've always wanted to see them do over the last few years because I believe that they can do it and I believe that it's effective and I do believe like there's a home for it and we're not just a long ball merchant team or trying to nick set pieces in the right places and, and send up the centre forwards. So that's why I can I can't be I, I don't want to nitpick at it so much at the minute. I think whatever problems I may see are 
some things that I'm not necessarily happy. I, unfortunately, I think it is a bit of a personal thing, but that's no point. In, in it's not I I wouldn't want to be overly critical of that as well because I I genuinely would believe that the majority of the guys are trying to do the best that they can. Um, it's just maybe they don't quite cut the mustard. But overall, I can't really fault what they're doing. I just wish I could sit behind a victory or a, or a solid couple of goals. Like you know, yeah, no, there's no point in messing a, a solid victory behind a performance that they've showed over the last few games because even against Wales as much as the first and fourth 20 minutes half an hour was a bit quiet and tame I think we were the better side and before the sending off I thought we were kind of the one side who looked like we just had a bit more about them and I thought it was the same again tonight and we obviously talked about it last Thursday so I think I wouldn't necessarily be poking at Kenny and his tactics quite just yet because unfortunately his teams have been so inconsistent with various reasons, so I I wouldn't be necessarily picking at that. I think it's more one or two players have slightly disappointed me a little bit, just a little bit. But I don't know whether it's just me being picky because you always have to pick on somebody, and I just don't want. But just the only one who's kind of not annoyed me, but has irked me a little bit, especially uh, when he came on today and Sunday. Uh, Sunday was uh, Robbie Brady. I just found him. I found him to be the only guy who wasn't kind of at it compared to the others, and. It reminded me of, and I'll finish this up now, he, people might think he's busy because they see him taking every free kick in every corner. But it's the general play. I found him very disappointing, very much on, the, on his heels and flat-footed and not really kind of really being in the game when it really matters in, as, as the game is flowing. And it just reminded me of, I always remember when Phil Neville first went to Everton, he took every throw, corner and free kick going and everyone thought he was great because he's busy. But it was like, yeah, but during the game, what did he do? Absolutely nothing. And unfortunately, I've just seen a bit of an element of that in him, certainly on, on Saturday or Sunday. And then I found him a bit similar today, just certain times just kind of leaning on his heels instead of being on his toes and, and, and at it kind of thing. And as soon as there's a free kick, he's, he's off and he's sprinting and whipping it in, which are very effective. But I'm sorry, you have to perform as the game is on and not just wait for the dead ball, you know? Lethal from Dave Buggle yeah. there, calling someone... As bad as a Neville. That's shocking. And a Phil Neville like that as well. <laughs> you remember when he first went to Everton? He literally took everything. Every throw, corner, free kick going. I was like, what the hell is going on here? And everyone talked about Everton fans thought he was great. Remember? No? Just me? We know you don't like Manchester United players, Dave. We, we get it. We get <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, moving on. Buggles skating yeah. attack on Brady. Yeah. Do you think it's a bit hard? I think it's a bit harsh on Robbie Brady to say that he saw a living off the goal from Italy when he played for Ireland. Uh, do you know what? Ever I, since. I ever actually... Since, th- I think he's been shocking. Yeah, but since, I, I don't think he's... He's been out injured a good while, hasn't he? He hasn't got himself back yeah. in properly yet. So I, yeah. I, I'd give him time. I, I Listen, I think he's an honest lad I think he's an honest player in the game the other night against uh, Wales he looked tired he looked like he was that player that hasn't yeah. gone out and played a game in, in, you know in, in a month and, and he's he's trying to keep and up with the rest where, of them I, that's probably where I'm coming from Shannon. I just found him leaning on his heels and not on his toes a little bit I and mean, that's not mean that's the way he is all the time but that's just what, how I've seen him say a little bit tonight and obviously on Sunday and obviously maybe that's kind of coinciding with what you're saying that he's not quite bang at it fitness wise and it's quite it's quite hard to get yourself going when you're knackered and maybe that's where it's come but that's just what I noticed that during the game he just looked 
off the pace and he just didn't seem at it. There was one moment to play where it was like, go down the wing and he didn't and then he slowed down and the game was still around him but he was just switched off and it was a lovely patch to play and then Long did this lovely little layoff him but he just was he just stood still he just wasn't there and then I noticed him doing it quite a bit and maybe I'd have to go with you on that like as I said I don't want to be overly critical but I just found as as the game was being played I found him not with it or not at the pace of it but he was still able to get away with it a little bit with whipping in the free kicks or corners you know yeah Um. Listen, I, I agree with what you're saying about the possession game. You'd like to get that win behind you, of course. But we did get some wins behind yeah. us under Mick McCarthy in the last one. And they were, yeah. we got a win away to Gibraltar. We got a win at home to Gibraltar. And we just, there weren't great performances. There were poor performances. And I'd nearly rather go through, you know, this Nation League campaign you know, struggling for a win but going in the right direction with playing and once you're creating chances yeah. goals are going to come eventually so it's, it's all about a bit of a waiting game Nathan yeah. the FAI need to help Stephen Kenny out here really don't they in the World Cup qualifiers because the draw is on in December we've always been very good and I don't know if this is just John Delaney wheeling and dealing at the time and mm-hmm. we, we go into that another day but at the time Martin O'Neill Trapatoni even Mick McCarthy they always did really well on getting the fixtures at the start of the campaign that the team needed so I remember uh, Ireland after getting into the 2002 Croatia were after having a great was it two, or was it 2000 uh, Croatia were after having a great World Cup and Ireland got them in September and beat them 2-0 at home. And it was the right fixture to, to, to play at that time because, you know, they're suffering the World Cup hangover. But in, even in our last campaigns, we're playing against the minnows at the start and it makes us look like we're having a great campaign. You might play the bottom team twice and the second bottom team once and another team once. And all of a sudden, you're top of the table, six points clear of, of second place. And I think Stephen Kenny probably needs the FAI to give him a leg up and to give and get them fixtures at the start of the campaign, just to start to build up the confidence. Yeah, I agree. But look, it's it's freezing cold now at the minute. You know, there's no like this big factor in terms of the style of play. But you have some of the fans that I disagree with that think it's nearly a backwards step because we're not winning games and we're not scoring goals. So yeah, we know it's just just to get things heated up now and just. Just to, just that even actually banning goals in, but to get get one or two in and just get the confidence going uh, in the dressing room with the fans, it just makes it think a better feel good factor for everybody. Because like like ourselves, we all agree that I I really rather suck these wins and watching Ireland play terrible football. I rather see what we're doing now. I rather see progress and I rather see things getting better and things improving rather than just winning one nil off of an 88-minute corner that we've spent the whole game around half. But our mind so, will our mind will change, though, when the World Cup games come around, uh, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. It is all about results. And the next campaign is the World Cup. And be it you have those few games in the Nations League, but once the World Cup comes around, 
Stephen Kenny, that's that's your job to get us to a, to a World Cup, you know. So he, he, it doesn't matter how pretty the football is at that stage. He's had his six months or oh, yeah. whatever, eight months or whatever it is behind him. He's gonna have to produce results at some stage. Oh yeah, it is, and, and look, football is a results-based business, and there's only so long we can say, oh, but well, the past was, and oh, but well, this looks nice, and this looks nice. Like I, I do agree with that definitely. I'm not saying that, like, I'm not going to sit here in two years' time or whatever, and we're still losing games and say, oh, well, look, we looked okay in the past and look good. Like, he has, look, Lady Luck hasn't been on his side this time out in terms of uh, squad selection and things like that. And he's fighting against, the, we have a long history of playing just poor football. So he's trying to fight against that too. But yeah, like, I'm not, like, sweeping it under the carpet and saying, if we come into World Cup qualification and lose a handful of games and finish. Like tore from bottom in the group, I'm not going to be sitting here and happy with Stephen Kenny because he has a playing nice football. I think that's I think that's when we can really judge Stephen Kenny fully as oil manager after a full World Cup qualification campaign is when we can really I can say how he's done and how we and how we really feel with him because at the moment, but I'm happy and I'm happy enough seeing the progress being made, but. The end goal has to be to qualify for the World Cup, and if it doesn't happen, yeah, you can't sit here. even as a League of Ireland fan, I can't sit here and put like he's absolutely supporting Kenny. It's just at the moment, I'm happy with how things are going. I think um, a good little mini early test for him will be the next games where, whatever about Wales, but the Bulgaria game will be like another mini playoff where it'll be potentially, unfortunately, a battle for relegation because they were beaten again by Wales tonight. So. We're still a point cleared and so that'd be a nice little test because I'd like to think he'll put the squeeze on the lads to kind of show their metal and, and show that we're up for the fight and I think that could be the first one where we might see oh it'd be great if we could get a bit of luck or well, not get a bit of luck but get the win but that could be a nice little mini test to see does it kind of come to fruition that day with something to really really play for because don't get me wrong these two games have been as well but you're still getting that kind of it's only the Nations League feel off and so I think that'd be a nice little interesting game now because that could be a, a winner takes all kind of thing. It'd be nice to see if, if we can put in the performance that we did against Slovakia, but get the vic- get the victory this time. Yeah, um, I do think as well as, as we alluded to there that the FBI need to be patient as well throughout the campaign mm. and not make any you know knee jerk reactions and 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 sack a manager until you know let him get through the whole campaign let's see how he gets on and especially if results don't go over the next month or two and, and people are shouting down the, the phone or whatever it is that the, he's got, they've got to stick with him and, and see and I, I do think they will but you know it, it, stuff happens you know you look at Leicester City and Ranieri and you just go what are, what are they doing and you know at, at certain times you know sometimes you just need to be a little bit patient um, I had a, a training session there on Monday with an under-13 team, uh, 15 players. Out of 15 players, I asked them who was watching the games, what they thought of the games. Three players put their hand up. And I think that's why I think Stephen Kenny's reign is important because yeah. over the last 10 years or so, more that Irish football has been bland, dire, and kids have absolutely no interest in watching. As it, as they said to me, 
it's rubbish. Ireland are rubbish. And we really need to claim back that kind of buzz. When you think that the, the new Jack Charlton films coming out and the hype and the buzz that was around it. Not saying that Jack Charlton's football was amazing or anything like that, but it, there was a hype and a buzz and everyone was in it together. And it really needs something to lift the country. And, and football always did that. It won't do it if we play the way we've played over the last, as I said, 10, 12 years. So, uh, Dave, yeah, it, there's there's more than more than just qualifying here. There's there's future players at, at stake. Yeah, if we play the way we have been playing in 2020, I wouldn't even be on here talking. I wouldn't. I probably don't even know if I'd be alive. Like if that's how bad 2020 been. So we definitely don't need that type of football. But you're 100 percent right there. Three out of 15 is a, a shocking indictment of unfortunately where Ireland are sitting. And I only heard a podcast the other day. I won't say their name. But it's an English podcast, and they were talking about the internationals. And oh yeah, I was sitting at home watching Ireland and Wales. And then after 15 minutes, I realised one, I'm not Irish, and two, I'm not Welsh, and three, they're the only people that are really. Well, I don't actually have to watch this because it's terrible. And it's like obviously a non-Irish or Welsh isn't going to have that much interest, and that's the way we're perceived. And that's why Kenny's reign is more important than previous. And it, I don't care where he's come from, and I don't care about stock. If anything, it probably makes it that little bit more important because it will go to show people that we have talent at home um, and it's not just one player like a Jack Bourne. Half of the team that was there tonight and over the last few days have started or come back and played in the League of Ireland and moved across. Like We have talent and it is across the world. Remember we were talking on a previous podcast about centre-backs. You don't have to go and buy the guy from Paris or Real Madrid. They're everywhere. They're, you just have to not be lazy. And that's why I really want it to work so I can really show people who are ignorant to our true Irish football, including what's here at home in our country. Um, it, it can showcase just what we can, what we have here and that we have talent, not just as players, but uh, we have managers who can do it just as good a game as, as the alleged uh, experts in your Trapezonis and your O'Neills. And it'd be great to see him do it in a style um, that he's trying to get them to play so I 100% agree with you it is an important time and I I don't mean it in a put it a pressure way but I, it's something that I really really hope uh, clicks and starts to work um, because yeah we could do a lift for obvious reasons but the game itself needs a lift so I just would love this to work and I believe it can work um, and if the players stick with them and get one or two results to really hammer at home that they're on the right track. If we could get a nice little train move and with a bit of luck come come 2021. Yeah, um, I, I think we'll finish on that because that's exactly the the positivity that we need. And uh, I definitely think Stephen Kenny's demand uh, to to bring that come forward. On, so uh, uh, yeah, come on, Ireland. No, no, seriously, I do, I do. I, do, I think that there's. Yeah. If I was to, if I was to, to to rate, I suppose this week, which is three games out of ten. I suppose it'd be, it, you'd be, you wouldn't be doing it justice if you rated it a six or below, and I don't think you'd be doing it justice if you rated it an eight or above. So you're, you're probably a seven out of ten because obviously there's no, there's been no wins, but the the style and the manner and the way we're playing and the chances you're creating, there's only so many games that you can keep creating chances and, and not scoring. So and there's a, there's still there's only a certain amount of training sessions that have been put in place, and you're still figuring out that the team and never before as a manager had to deal with 10 people out of a squad in a week having to drop out so 
there's a there there's a lot of positives there that I think will carry us on through and I, I, I feel positive on this one so we will leave it at that and uh, we'll be back next week with uh, our football podcast which will look at European and English football so we'll talk to you then